too comfy. <laughs> turn your phone, sir, sir. Please turn your phone off. Uh, this is the signal cast. All right. <laughs> you, you see that the, the on the air sign is lit. You, I think you've probably come to note that this is the soft cold open. Yes, yeah, and that means that uh, we're gonna need your undivided attention. Also, we'd like to start with a prayer. Uh, Tim, I don't know if you know we do it. <laughs> My prayer is that someday it. you'll start talking to the, the prayer. Mic. The prayer is a microphone distance <laughs> adjustment <laughs> calibration <laughs> exercise. Don't worry, you don't have to actually pray to a deity. <laughs> Can't stop the signal, can't stop the noise. So here we are. Ooh, that, that band sounds Woo! handsome. Yeah. This Welcome to Suncast Studios. The award-winning podcast, Asterix, no actual awards won. You can't stop the signal. <laughs> we, didn't even get a, we didn't even get a fake <laughs> shitty one from no one important. Like, like a Webby Award. It's just a thing some, we made up. Or something along those lines, yeah. Uh, Don't Google that. I think that is actually a real thing. I think that the, the Webby the Award, no, the oh, Webby yeah. Award, is a real I think thing. They're very prestigious. One yeah. of the one of the more prestigious. I got a prestigious Webby to end in a IE. Webby. The prestigious voice you just heard is that of Mr. Evan Gritson. Hey Evan. Hey hey. How's it going? I'm good. I'm subdued. <laughs> you are. I, I, am. I didn't want to say anything. I'm feeling the uh, little bit of the brunt of the tail end of the Venus retrograde, which I know is a topic you guys are really <laughs> excited again, to delve into. Explain again. Horoscopes, they're no, real, no. right? <laughs> Serving as a resident skeptic, I'm Kona Neutron. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Then we, hey, have, we have over in the in. Jacobo Mekwe. Jacobo. Jacobo Mekwe. Jacobo And joining us in Just the... Just call him Knife. <laughs> call him Knife. Call me Knife. Joining us in the top floor of the You Can't Stop the Signal Studios, we have Mr. Tim Byron. Yay! Hi there. Hi. Welcome. Oh, oh hey. hi. I, I didn't see you there. there. But now I do, because I'm looking to my left. People people are clapping out there. Sweet. Oh, man. Not right now. In his, yeah, it's not it's, live, but they will be. Yeah. They're going to be excited. So you guys don't, this. you don't edit this or anything. This it's going to sound like this. Oh. We play it in large rooms. It's it's basically run like a radio show, uh-huh. uh, basically. It's kind of like a. We yeah, if you said it. something really yeah. terrible. Well, there's no and, we and really wanted it edited out. Like like if suddenly that. you're like, by the way, the Holocaust wasn't real, and you know, then I'd be like, well, that we would, that we would leave in. Yeah. <laughs> but something more benign. We, we would throw you under the bus on that one. We would we would even if you asked, we would probably leave that in. You should, yeah. I think so. It's controversial. It's all about no, ratings. We got we got Webby's to win. I only listen to one. I listen to the Henry Owings episode. Oh, nice! Or like fifteen minutes of it. It's a long. Is each is. episode like three hours? <laughs> Some of them are closer Strap to in, two. buddy. Some are closer to two. It, it, it depends on the episode. Was that is that due to like market research? Did you did you discover that like oh, three gonna, hours is the is the perfect? I'm going to assure you that no market research was. Uh, Wait, how long was this, this podcast? It, it seemed like it's, a thousand fucking. It seemed like the Baton Death March. Is what God, it I hate like. those podcasters like, like like go on for like an hour or even two. <laughs> is that a flashback that just happened? It's a flashback. You should flashback a lot here. You should do the like it's the, intertextual the chimes or something so people realize. <laughs> oh, that's a good it's idea. Yeah, I say, sometimes it is unclear. Uh, the chimes mm-hmm. is a good idea. Because one of the things that I, it was hard for me listening to the podcast is it was like three dudes with kind of the same voice. Mm. Like mm. maybe you guys should like try different voices mm. or something. I don't know. If I'm really <laughs> insulted by that. If you or could not. just speak at a higher register, yeah, I'd I'm, like. Three dry cappuccinos, or like please. pan them all, like so you're so you can get super hot. Separation, uh, mm. Connor, you 
kidding this? <laughs> you want me to just, like, as, as Tim you gives directions, do these, do these on the fly right the now. <laughs> or yeah, add like echo to one, so it's like, ooh, can I have the echo? Who wants to sound echo. like a robot? I'll put a vocoder on someone, just unwillingly, mm. just kind of like in and out. No. Yeah, I, Henry uh, was a great guest. That was, he, that was actually a really great interview. That was the second time that we did that one. It was the only segueing out of lost. the failures of our, mm. yeah, of, our of our own program. Was that in studio or did he call in or something? He, he definitely call. called in. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. He, uh, you sure you heard he wa- that episode? I listened. To it. Well, I mean, you have him on Skype or something. It didn't sound like he was on a, a like a cell phone. Yeah, he, he was laying down initially, which yeah. didn't sound as good. At first, it sounded like dog shit. But then but. he then he sat up. <laughs> so it's it's not that the guests don't have to work to be on this program. He had to sit up. It's work. true. Yeah, we we, we uh, podcasts are, are a weird thing because because you're generally entertaining people that are are doing things that are distasteful tasks that require the turning off of of active parts of the brain. So yeah, I mean, I can relate to your feeling about it because I work a service industry job and I don't have the patience to listen to anything this long in any circumstance of anything that I do in my day to day life. But people do apparently. There are others. It seems that way, at least, or they're feigning that they are listening they to that. it or that they're providing feedback. But I don't think that's the case. I think people... I used to sit in an office and I did listen to things like this. It's not even to sit in an and office. I was happy to listen to them. For me, I do a commute that's 45 minutes on a good day. Yeah, or a car, I guess, is good, too. And uh, they're, they're, I'm just staring at taillights the entire time. You know, and the last thing you want to be doing is checking Facebook. No, no, no. So, yeah, if you have a 45 Once there's minute, audio Facebook, we're going to be fucked, though. If you have a 45-minute commute, then you can, like, listen to your podcast for, like five commutes or something like yeah totally our podcast yeah, totally. yeah. i mean presuming that you sleep at work you could listen but, yes. the whole week this would be good if i was still talking about facebook the Just i get some more likes over here i like that uh, one facebook. shannon core uh. <laughs> you know shannon core he took many pictures of the macy I, I do yeah which uh, oh speaking of the macy oh oh no 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 for those Cats of you of the bag. that are able to read file titles many of you are you'll know that mr tim byron here those of you listening. Is a contributing member, founding member, and one of the only contiguous contiguous members there's, of, of the Meishi. There's technically, if you, I think we're one of the few bands where the last show that the band performed had no original members. I was very confused by <laughs> the band biography. I tried like, to read it, and I'm like, I feel like I need a flowchart or a we, character guide. We were kind of like the indie rock menudo that we had. <laughs> We went through so many people, and they kept getting younger and younger. Don't pat yourself on the back too hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it started off with the... Uni- no, that makes sense. That element of it. You and your brother, Jeff, uh, Ezra, the, uh, who a lot of people didn't realize is, is the son of Don Bukla. Correct. The incredible uh, synth creator of the Bukla synthesizer. And Brad. And that, that's how I first uh-huh. met you guys and uh, f- first knew from you. And then, there, yeah, there were many mutations and changes, starting with Ezra... The singer leaving. Yeah. And then it, things took a very wild turn after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. That's, that's our Foley artist. Yeah. Jacobo Minois. There was no... He, uh, he works in an old-time there's radio no chi- There's no chimes on that. Believe it or not, that was just vocal styling. <laughs> <laughs> so, and... and how, how exactly did that begin? So, you start off, you're, you're kind of like a, a wiry, crazy... Noisy post-punk four-piece band that you know you get these these crazy songs with the, with the hooting and the hollering and the the the, the scrunky the popness and whatnot, and then what changed? Well, you, uh, well, I mean, we would go on tour and we would play these screechy hooty hollery songs, but then we'd get into the 
band and we'd listen to like Queen and you know stuff that was not like that you know we listened to a lot of Andrew WK and we listened to a lot of Sparks yeah we listened to a lot of Sparks and we were like we wanted to try something new I guess but uh, I think it was just you know we kept swapping out people with new people and it's kind of like making like sourdough bread or yogurt or something like if you can keep the culture alive maybe the band can keep going but at some point like some mold gets in the culture and yeah, throw the, <laughs> that's, that's where you're at. That's a nice, so that's what happened. Nice like that. local analogy. It's <laughs> yeah. good. I like it. Good little bread making analogy. Freshen up too, you know, like, well, speaking of freshening up, why don't we, uh, listen to a song from said outfit right now? Pay attention. We're going to be talking about it afterwards. <laughs> we are indeed. Uh, so I'm going to play an older song here. This is going to be a revelation party off of uh two hit armor class zero. So old as hell. And I got a fun story about this, too, that I'll, I'll tell later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
a pretty outro. Yeah. Let your mind wander on that. You outro that. You chew on that. <laughs> you chew on that outro. You smell that. So that was uh, that was the Meishi. In both cases. There. In both cases. And those are two very different iterations of the band. Uh, the That last song there was uh, Run to Your Grave. Off of the record, how the how the hell are you supposed to pronounce that that record? Yeah, you could. How 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 do you want to pronounce it? So the record is H L L L Y H, right? You, you can pronounce it like hell, hell yeah, yeah, or you yeah, can pronounce like, it yeah, hallelujah. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. And we're gonna get back to that. And before that was Revelation Party off of To Hit Armor Class Zero, which is the very first EP that the Meishi. Yeah. Ever did one of the first recordings, I believe, as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, on the uh, the uh, Run to Your Grave song, there. Remember when that record came out? There was a thing that like people thought that the Meishi was a Christian band, like big time. Like that kind of seemed to be a thing that followed the hmm. Meishi around. Which at that point, I think you had taken on your more uh, Chuck Dukowski role, uh, so to speak, for non-black flag aficionados. Chuck Tukowski ostensibly remained a member of Black Flag, writing songs and booking shows and doing back-end office stuff while Black Flag toured without him. Am yeah, I that's mischaracterizing kind of, that. I mean, it's a little different, but well, I mean, when yeah, I guess that record. I mean, I I recorded that record, but then it yeah, it came out after I had basically quit the band and wasn't really you know involved when when they were playing like huge shows in Europe like huge festivals yeah because that was like a pretty big record yeah and, and but there was a lot I remember there's a lot of talk about it they're like oh I think they're a Christian band and I was like what no a Christian band <laughs> the record's like has Christian themes and is about Christianity it doesn't necessarily make it to them a Christian band yeah what's what was the name of the first song you just played <laughs> oh yeah Revelation Party <laughs> or was it I don't know I mean you, you tell me man are, are you guys were you a Christian band I, mean, uh, I don't know it, 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 what do you think I'm gonna go with yes okay I like it you missed out on a lot of those bucks that uh, a lot of the well, pop singers affirms, are getting. Yeah. <clears throat> no, yeah, I mean, you want the real answer? It affirms my life. That, <laughs> that's mostly why we do <laughs> this show, just, yeah. If you could jerk answer. us around for like, at least yeah, 10 yeah, more minutes. Yeah, and you could try to be great. mysterious, well, too. I mean, he I knows it's long form. He knows he's got another hour or two to, like... Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm trying to pace myself here. Say <laughs> like three hours. Um, <laughs> you don't have to go for three hours. No, we we all... I mean, so Jeff and I grew up without any religion at all. Ezra, you know obviously grew up without any religion except for like you know crazy berkeley wiccan whatever you know which can kind of be a religion jerry bears sometimes type stuff yeah but uh but we all we thought like the bible was cool and it was like after 9-11 and everyone was talking about you know militant islam and so we were reading the bible and we were finding all this crazy militant stuff in the Bible. Yeah, which there's no shortage of. Yeah. yeah. There's so a lot of sure. interesting stories. And that's, yeah. as an allegorical standpoint, they're just timeless stories that they maybe, like, people even maybe think they know the stories, but uh-huh. it's like, oh no, it's actually more jacked up and crazy than. Yeah. Than I mean, it's like what yeah, I'd say. It's, it's, it's more influential in the, without people having really understood it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> than, <laughs> right. than a lot of books. Then, yeah, I guess. I mean, things are like else. that. Like, someone once said, oh, I don't need to see Deliverance. I know what happens. So that first. <laughs> like, well, okay, it's cool. Like it's not a porno, dude. Deliverance fan. That first, right. uh, that first EP was like us, like, oh, like, let's write songs about the Bible because it's like a cool source. But then Brad grew up super religious mm, and was okay. in like, he was in like 
church bands and stuff like that. He wasn't wow. on that first EP, but he, you know, he joined the band and it kind of just changed things a little bit. And then John Gray, our second singer, was like extremely religious, uh, like homeschooled from a crazy uh, from crazy from a serious <laughs> Christian family that that you know. I mean, homeschooling is a is a big thing. It, like that's yeah. even. I went to a Christian school and like through eighth grade and that was very sheltering and I was mostly with like the same 30, 40 kids the whole time. But not being out of the house is a whole different level of yeah, being like, very, like it sounds ins- insulated from everything else that exists and like the, the feeling that you're on a planet or, you know, even in a something bigger than just a single Yeah, when planet, people say you know? like I was homeschooled, I was I'm like... No, you weren't. You just you just dicked around all day. Like no one like learns everything. That's like when you're working from home. I was sitting here schooling from thinking in my head like in seventh grade I was homeschooled and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, like that's when I learned. Like that's when I started playing drums. You know, that's what I like. Like there's a lot of like things that changed in my life in that year of just yeah dicking off at home. But I went right back to school like after yeah that one year. Yeah, after that one year of home. Like that didn't go well. Go back to school. (laughs) Yeah, this isn't gonna work. So, so by the time that Hell Yeah came out, we were kind of Christian. I don't know, like kind of maybe two, a third Christian or something. So it wasn't totally. But it, it didn't seem like it, that was like mm-hmm. an overlying, overarching, hey, we're guys, we're this well, Christian. I mean, so but much, much, it, some, so much Christian music is like, I want to praise you, my Lord. It's like, it's the <laughs> yeah, worst. Like mindless. It's, it's like, like you just take baby out and you put, you know, Jesus God, or whatever. Like and, Cartman. Yeah. And it's like, that's terrible. It but is. like, I don't know. Well, it, it does have a very kind of like jubilant sort of sound, which is interesting because it kind of predates like that 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 turn that indie rock took with that sort of like you know I'm gonna blame the polyphonic spree with all the goddamn robes and everything, where suddenly everything was like you know had elements of of, of church and and yeah no we, state. We call that Glock rock, you know the Glockenspiel. <laughs> Glockenspiel, nice Glock Glock rock. <laughs> it's pretty good. You rock that Glockenspiel, man. Things nobody has I ever think said. the block out with your cock out. Someone probably did say that once. Just well, the, I mean, if they play Glock, hopefully, just they, hopefully, hopefully, other, just other Glockenspiels to the uh, yeah, to the other Glockenspiel yeah. player, right? So, but that's like it does have a very huge kind of like I would say, like the interesting things about you know church choirs and things like that. That sort of like oh, voices singing in unison as like a, mm-hmm. a powerful thing to like kind of raise up the the idea of oh, that we're doing this together. Uh huh. Like a kind of feeling of community, which always yeah. to me felt like I, I saw a lot of you guys' shows. Yeah, and that's what we were going for, and that's that's the, some of the themes, from some of the songs. It's about like learning how to believe and stuff. So I don't know. It's kind of, kind of religious. Kind of, I don't know. <laughs> more more than Striper, but probably less than <laughs> more than Striper. More than Striper, but like, do you hear to hell with the devil, dude? That's that less was like, than like that Tesla was my sermon, or something like that. Or yeah, I, is Tesla a Christian band too? I don't know. Are they bust the nut? No, I guess not Tesla. I'm thinking, of, <laughs> I'm thinking of somebody like that has a name like Tesla. Who's the fucking? Usually, like, Striper. Galactic Cowboys were sort of Christian, weren't they? Some band, like some band that came up to Anchorage, and they were like a Christian rock band, but it sounded like similar to Tesla, but it wasn't Tesla. Usually, like those, <laughs> if you're like a Christian artist, you you're Christian, and then you decide to like go mainstream and you ditch your Christianity, like you know, like, right, like right, Amy right, Grant, right. that yeah, fucking totally. sellout. <laughs> but, Fuck you, Amy. <laughs> you love God still, but we went the other way, so <laughs> right, right, and and two relative great success. I mean, I still remember. You know, uh, I, I believe, and it was the much maligned Pitchfork Media that 
you know, rated it, you know, like whatever, an 8.6 or something along those lines. And it, it kind of seemed like, oh, suddenly everyone's talking about the Meishi. And I remember a conversation I had with, uh, with, with, with a friend who, a friend of the show, actually, a long time back that he was, he was talking to a girl from Australia and they were talking about music and, and, you know, they, they, as, as you do, I suppose, if you're, if you're talking to a young lady and you're a single man and she asked him, Oh, what kind of good tunes you listen to? Do you know the Meishi? And he's like, Oh yeah, they're friends with the, my, my friend Conan. Yeah. You know, like we're talking about maybe playing some shows with them or something along those lines. If we ever get out there, blah, blah, blah. He's like, she's like, no, no, I meant, have you heard of them? Cause they're my favorite band. And this is like someone in Australia. And like that kind of blew my mind a little bit because I, at that point I was sort of like very disconnected from that. Like I, I, at some point speaking personally, I stopped reading music journalism for a while because it was just really depressing me. Uh, mostly because I hated the writing, but also because I hated what started being pushed towards it, which very did not meet with my interests. But that was one of those things I was like, wow, really? That's awesome. Like, I don't know. How did that happen? And then like I had to kind of, I was like, oh, 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 this new record. Like people that are not noise rock assholes like me think this is a good record. That's awesome. And yeah, it was, it was kind of cool, but what I, I never met that. <laughs> I, I know. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I don't know like if you necessarily, because no, at that point you weren't touring. No. And the, the coolest thing I saw is when like someone on MySpace posted like a, a Meishi tattoo that they got. I thought that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. Like That's the crazy great. bird, like what was the? It was it was uh, it said eat the prize, and it had like a little, it had a cassette crossbones, skull and crossbones. So nice. I was just like, th- I quit the That's band pretty, basically, yeah. like. The next day, like that's all you need is like one person. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> is it really, really the next day? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Oh, wow. wow, that's uh. Well, he knew he'd he'd done it. You know? that's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's when it, you feel I just, I mean, no, I, I, it's a feeling, a sense of completion. Yeah. That's that's really great. And I did this. Why am I? Why, why excellent I? story. Well, and then you, as as you, in, you implied earlier, and then mentioned that, that that you kind of recruited some younger cats into the fold, uh-huh. <laughs> so to speak into the band to, you know, like, hey, because you knew you weren't going to be touring, so... Well, I mean... Got some slick session dudes in. (laughs) Some sesh bros. No, those were, like, the people that ended up joining the band were generally, like, the the people that were fans of our... like Yeah, they were around the the band. We, like, like most bands, like, we played to our friends for a really long time, and, like, we really wore out a lot of friendships because we expected (laughs) people to go to shows all the time. (laughs) Don't know anything about... No idea what that's like. And then, like... (laughs) By the way, our record release is on March 8th. Uh, you don't say. And then like one or two, we'd notice like, I'd go online and I'd get like a notification that someone bought our CD and I'd be like, oh my God, someone, and, I, and I'd look at the address and I'd be like, I don't, who's that? And then I'd Google that person. I'd, I'd basically like reverse stock. Stock them. <laughs> sort of stock the fans, if yeah. you will. And so, so I don't know, we were very like, as soon as someone showed interest, we were like, yeah, you know, we grabbed them and we took these fans and. Got to know them really well, and just had them join the band, and had them join the band. Yeah. Totally, so might as well. It was super, super organic. Well, I think uh, "Run to Your Grave" is the one that the video that has like all you guys are in the video, and then you kind of like kind of cycle in yeah. the, the new people. Like it's kind of a neat. Have you have you fellows seen this? Seen right. For those people that are not in the room with me pointing around, which is anyone listening to this, you so, fellas, Conan's pointing twice. at you too. 
there, there's a YouTube video for the song we played earlier uh, called uh, Rent Your Grave, and it features all of the members at that time of the Meishi. It starts off with, uh, I think, Brad, right? Um, it, it starts off with, you kind of, they cycle people in, and it's it, it's it's an interesting, it's a really cool video. I guess someone that's a fan of, of the form, it's kind of interesting, yeah, even without knowing getting... the backstory. We keep getting replaced by like doppelgangers, and then those doppelgangers get replaced by other doppelgangers. Yeah, there's like a lot of switcheroo action happening. It, it makes for an it's interesting visual, even if you don't know. They're like, oh no, this is like abandoned transition, and this is kind of like a commentary on that, as well as this being like a clever thing to push the button mm. and look at that you can. <laughs> I think it's awesome that you realize that, Conan. That's really cool. Someone analyzed something. Look at this I astute did. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a drop for uh, being being humble and giving a little bow, but if I'll, I'll someday try to figure one out, and I'll, I'll put it in the soundboard. It's funny when you're like... Those are not, not uh, sentiments that lend themselves well to drops, I don't think. <laughs> when we started out, we wanted to be like, you know, Le Savvy Fab or Brainiac or whatever, but then our singer quit, right? and it's like, what Brainiac without Timmy Taylor is... Wouldn't have been the same thing. No, at all. so then, it's, they, like, they, then yeah. it's like we don't want to. Oh, we want to be like Van Halen. Wait, no, uh, <laughs> Black Flag. Yeah, what, like, what's the voice going to be? Uh, yeah, and then and then you kind of develop these new like you're oh Genesis. Yeah, that's what we want to be. We want to be like Genesis or uh, like find new like Phil Collins or hell yeah. I mean that's the we just you just find like new uh, <laughs> new like father figure bands to that you're like it's okay you know to steal some influence from yeah. and be like oh no let's do something like that and. And there was a distinct and marked change to the music, but it almost sounded... Because you guys... <laughs> I do remember very distinctly giving you some terrible advice uh, on, on recording <laughs> that I'm not sure if you remember or not, but I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to recant the story because I think it's hilarious. Because he, it was after... You're going to recount it, but recant your advice. I'm going to recant the advice and recount the story that that you guys were, were going to do your, your first record for uh, for 5RC that wasn't the Armor Class Zero, and, and we were talking about it. And you were talking about the crazy ideas you had, like, oh, we're going to, you know, come up with some stuff on the computer and then, like, play this through a tape machine and then, you know, flip it around through a whirly gig. And, and I'm like, oh, like, I don't know. What you guys need to do is get in the room and just record, like, the room, like Steve Albini style. Just, like, you guys have a great live show. That's what the record needs to be. Just you have to do that. If you don't uh, do that, you guys no one... afford a whirly gig? I mean, back then? Cause... <laughs> no, we had to rent it. It <laughs> sucks. <laughs> So I, I basically They're said... They're really heavy, too. Yeah, I mean, that's basically how you get them these days. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get the mover to rent. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. So I said, make a very live-sounding record, like almost like a Jesus Lizard kind of record, right? And you did exactly the opposite well, of we that. Well, we did both. And it was wildly successful. Because... It, and it wasn't... And I realized after I heard it, I'm like, oh, that was... I gave some terrible advice there. Because, like... I, and I think that would have been a, a very different... Kind, but it would have sounded more... Live bandish, and I think one of the things that was interesting about the Meishi in that uh, that time period is you guys were like just doing crazy shit. Like you like you would like break up into like groups almost, right? And like produce, yeah, songs yeah, sort of. And- but like we did, we we set it, everything up like in one room and like did ten songs that way. But we weren't a good enough band to, to do that. Like a a live recording with like a real engineer, it would just be like a really good recording of a shitty band. <laughs> That, that's very that's very nice of you to say. Having seen many of those shows, I, I humbly disagree with your assessment. But I, I, like I, as I'm as I'm flat out saying, I was very wrong, what? like hilariously wrong, like 180 degrees, like wrong, because everything that people liked about that record, huh. were all the things that were like the crazy stuff that had you followed my advice. <laughs> 
would would have not not they would have been things that they didn't hear. So, and I think that's to your credit. Like like you guys had a very democratic process to it, and I don't think I understood that necessarily at at first, which is interesting. But it kind of became clear to me after that record. I'm like, oh, okay. No, this is this is good. This is like a thing that they should be doing. Yeah, I feel like by the I think that the band we wanted to emulate the most might have been like Fleetwood Mac. Mm. Because like you know, there's yeah, just I was about to say which era, you know, cuz it's Oh, well, so, I I mean like rumors era is there, is, or, is, or like you, no, all or, the way up to like, like Tango in the Night, like right, all the wow. way through like Fleetwood Mac. I have one question for you, Tim. Yes. You guys have heard of a little band called Dream Theater? <laughs> what? I, you know, you needed some chimes for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Chime, the chimes would have really sold that one. Like that would have been funny with chimes. Yeah, let's like, edit those who, chimes. Who who is that? Oh, that's him. Oh, that was, that was, that was me. <laughs> that was me. No, it, like, the show. You mean but as far as Sleepwood Mac goes, like, like it was embodying very, the, the. So you know, yeah, I'm basically saying what you're saying. Like you mean like as as like the final product. But like looking back, you're like, yeah, which like it was like Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, yeah it was like you've yeah. got your Stevie Nicks songs and your Christine McVie songs and your. You know, they're all kind of merged together, and it kind of all sounds like one and band. And with the different, yeah, and with the members coming and going, yeah. different eras and different... A little bit. Mm-hmm. Multiple yeah. singers. I'm definitely very studio-oriented as studio well. Studio-oriented? Super good chops? No. <laughs> <laughs> pro gear, pro look, pro attitude. Yeah. Pro attitude. Hell yeah. Lindsey Buckingham is a dirty old motherfucker. That guy can play. Uh, well, why don't we play a couple of songs after Bird and... Hit it. We can we can we can hear uh, some of this era that I was incredibly wrong about. <laughs> Keep it a vampire, a vampire, yes, 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 yes
process and preheat your picture. Now check out the makeup for slay, make the checkout. Rip off the bandage and rip off the dance floor. Spin off the D, drop and drop to Olympia to witness the spectacle. Step to the epicenter, everybody, everybody, everybody. Listen to the messages and broadcast. Prevent the transmission, say it power to the power. All right, that was Meishi uh, again with Tim Byron. Yay! Hi. The applause. Uh, that was a uh, power to the power bite two, and before that was vampire beats, both of the excellent terror bird record, which is a first full length, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the one that I gave you the terrible advice on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the recurring bad advice uh, of going neutron. neutron. And during the break. Of the little break there was, <laughs> we were talking about hey, during those two songs. <laughs> talking about the idea, of, yeah. When, when you're when you're playing when you're playing away from home, and it was like you know relatively earlier Macy days, you know, uh, you play a show in, in L. A., which was the way she was from, and it'd be fun. You'd be playing to your friends, you'd be playing with other great bands, having a good old time. Yeah, and you'd make like. Two hundred dollars or something. You'd be yeah, like, "This is like awesome." Two hundred feet a band is cool. Yeah. We got forty <laughs> shows, so forty times two hundred yeah. equals like <laughs> this is gonna be great. And then you, you get to Arizona, it. and and they're like, "Yeah, there's like kind of this, like, the I don't know, architecture in Helsinki's playing tonight, so no one's really gonna come." And, and you're like, "It's okay," and like you you get like a hundred dollars or something. But then you drove six hours, right? So you spent you spent 150 on gas, you know, and then the next show is in like El Paso or something. It's like 12 hours away, and then and then it's like by the time you get to like what, what's what's on the other side of Iowa, Illinois. Which way? No, the uh, the, the the Kansas. The, oh yeah, yeah. You get Kansas to like Kansas or, or Oklahoma, and you're like. This was a really bad idea. <laughs> How do we get back? We got to go back through all of that to yeah. get back. Oh god! And then you get to like Iowa, and it's like, who are these kids? This is awesome. And then you get to Chicago, and Chicago's really awesome. And then it's totally great on the East Coast. Yeah, because like then you're close the, enough to get somewhere from everywhere. Yeah, but the, all, getting there, getting sucks. to the get the whole West, like getting from the West Coast to like Central anywhere. It's a bummer. It's, it's so hard. There's a lot of beautiful desolation out there. Yeah, for us to and not play be- to. And there's probably desperation uh, uh, too. And desperation. There's probably a lot of very awesome, cool, frustrated kids too that would love to see a show by a crazy band from out of town, but have no especially at the time period. Yeah, didn't have the wouldn't have the infrastructure to host it and would have no way. Necessarily even knowing about it it's at the time either. It's just true, like kind of like true. like where it's kind like of sad in, in like 
Eastern or what? Eastern Utah. Well, I grew up in Eastern Modesto. Utah. Modesto is like the, you know the armpit yeah. of uh, California. It's basically the Bible Belt, and nobody would ever freaking come. The, the worst. Every once in a while, we get a. Ter- Haven't you seen American Graffiti, dude? <laughs> Shit goes down in Modesto, man. Every once in a while, like a terrible hardcore band would play. Every once in a while, everybody went because it was like, oh my god, there's a band playing. I hate this, but okay. This is, it, they're not very good, but at least it's it's present. <laughs> Have you ever had like a good show in Salt Lake City? No, it's like we played. We played <laughs> two people, and it was like, Sounds and then like Salt Lake. when then we <laughs> drove, like we were like, got we, had a, we had a funny ass time in Salt Lake City, but we, we did. Not, we did not have a good show there. It's a, we we made fun out of it, but it was not a good show by any stretch of the imagination. It's like we got out of town so fast just because just to get the stink of you know shittiness. Oh. Even the literal stink, like there is like a stink that comes off of that lake, man. So, uh, I grew up Mormon, and well, oh. I grew up in a Mormon family, and, and so Salt Lake is eerie to me. Oh. Like it's it weird. Like I know how weird those motherfucking people get. And it's, yeah, when we're, you're in Salt Lake, it's just like, like fuck. I don't. Know. I was making a the, the listening audience will, <laughs> will not know what the he does the, that face a lot. the king of visual radio. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's creepy. It can be creepy sometimes. Where did you grow up? Um, I didn't grow up in Utah. I grew up uh, in Alaska and California. Oh, sweet, dude, you could be in the Meishi. You've got you've got plenty of uh, like, baggage. I was about to say, like, <laughs> I've, 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 I've hit a lot of the check marks. I know from somewhere <laughs> shitty. Check shitty religion. Check. So, <laughs> so, so all right. So, so, I'm just kidding about being so, from somewhere shitty, yeah, but not the other thing. Harkening back to that, as far as like the lyrical content of the songs, was, was that ever a thing that was like, you know, was that just up to Ezra or uh, was Jonathan, right? Was it the other? No, we wrote them all this together. We like, we wrote different songs. I wrote songs. Everyone wrote songs and we all wrote like religious songs too. So it wasn't, I don't know, but the beginning it was like, this is kind of funny. And then it, later it was like, why don't we just like kind of mean it? Yeah, yeah, I was about I to say know. you taught yourself how to believe. I guess you know? a little that's, bit. That's interesting. Like it's hmm. that's a I don't know a very uncommon thing I think to uh, to self embrace as you get older. You know, like you convince yourself, and, and, and just by having. Well, I mean, it's not like we're like yes, Jesus exists. Well, right, not, <laughs> not, not, <laughs> no, no, exactly. no. But I mean, you convince but, him, but I mean, he's gonna sense, save me. Like the sense that you become more sincere about it yeah, over it's time like, it's like, is what it I mean like by that. Not out. that you actually believe, you know, that like. Your soul is going to do something different. No, exactly. But in the afterlife, um, because of your discovery. But to quote a shepherd, you know, I don't care what you believe, but just believe. You know, it's gone. Yeah. So there's a song on that record on Hell Yeah called Young Marks that 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 I did the I wrote the lyrics for. That's like, it's just like, and it's basically like the the point of view. Do you ever see that movie? Uh, it has uh, Bill Paxton in it. It's Jacob a horror Ladder. movie. It's, a, fucking, uh, it's called. Uh, uh, Talking about frailty, frailty. That's what frailty it's called. is really wow. good. But it's it's weird because wow. it's like well, I you know. know. <laughs> I was like I was just looking. I was just <laughs> <Can> looking <laughs> for Bill Baxter. Can I spoil the movie? <laughs> like, like the mental Rolodex so, of like, let's like see. what? I don't know what was he. Game in? over. Uh, yeah, that came out in like two thousand two. So uh, I think you can aliens, spoil it's aliens. <laughs> so frailty was um, like it's this movie about this like crazy religious dad and his two kids, and yeah. he's like, we're gonna go hunt demons. And and he's like Whoa. he's clearly like but he sees a, demons and like people yeah so they and so oh, he murders a bunch of he people. murders a bunch of people yeah he like they're like there's a demon Whoa, this in sounds the house. awesome let's go uh, into that I house weird, and yeah. kill I, that I don't know lady. how you didn't see this this was a this great fucking right did, up my alley so, I saw yeah. this in the theater and the crazy twist is that he's right don't tell me oh he's right they're all demons spoiler alert 
And yeah. like, well, he said it like seven times. So too. it's it's the it's the craziest Once. twist. I mean, it's like if you had a movie where someone was really racist, and then at the end, oh, it turns like, out that those people the, are bad. They're yeah. all terrible people, <laughs> right? Like, huh. so I don't know that movie. I just the idea. Of, I mean, like, but and of course, everyone around him views him as like this zealot and this crazy person, yeah. and it turns out that he's right. He's right on the like, money. That's the whole conceit yeah. of the Talk entire movie. Tim Robbins or the the character. I, Tim Robbins is not in this movie. <laughs> no, Bill Paxton. what is your fucking problem? <laughs> Tim, Tim Robbins? What? How did Tim Robbins get in the mix? Is Woody Harrelson in that movie? Is he like the old, the adult kid or something like um, that? I really liked when Patrick Duffy somebody, showed up. You guys was should, Woody Harrelson in that? You guys there should was watch somebody, it. It's a good movie. It's worth watching. Yeah, it really is. Right. Well, but like, right. it's okay. like maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're all going to hell. Uh, you know, well, maybe like maybe. You know, like if when I if, boy, am I gonna be embarrassed? <laughs> you know, you sit in church and you're like, "This is." Bullshit. You'll get to talk to a lot of your friends. Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh well, guess what? I was wrong again." Not just about the Macy record. To paraphrase Bill Hicks, at least they'll have good music. You know, I mean, yeah, when we're down there, and there'll be some cool musicians that can start a band with. Maybe you know, like we won't be any, like shortage of things to do. <laughs> Hell, hell is fine, guys. Hell is Hell's fine. Gonna be fine. I get, heard hell ain't a bad place to be. Religions are getting kind of hipper too, so it's not. It's not like so it we've got a real hip pope. Yeah, this, yeah. And I saw that. I saw. What, what is he like wearing? Like a, a V-neck shirt? Like what? Well, I mean, I mean, he's very, he's pope, very, very, I mean, very, very okay with. I, I know what with, you're saying with yeah. a lot of things that have not been okay. I saw a Book of Mormon. That, that, that doesn't necessarily make him. I want to see it so bad. And so the uh, playbill, progressive thought in, the, in that church, yes. But okay, okay. That, that's the, the advertisements in the playbill are the the Mormons. Oh no! Yeah, it's totally the they, Mormons. They like ran all these the advertisements. They have the ads to say the book is better. The wow! I've read wow. the book, and it's like. Dude, this, this, that's this, amazing. It's totally really? amazing. It's, it's like this is like a satire on your thing, and you're just it's like capitalizing that. that. That's pretty. Thank funny. you for the two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Thank you for the name recognition. Mormons are super into that. That's all we wanted. I had a friend who um, won a con when they first start like aired it. They had a contest, or when it you know first hit was Broadway that it first premiered on or wherever when it was premiering. They had a contest like to get a picture like just like the the playbill the guy on the front that's jumping or whatever and uh my buddy mike davidson um entered the contest and uh, maybe it was when he was first playing in the bay area or something and uh he and he, randomly he was up against a bunch of mormon kids that's why i thought because mormons were like all of like oh it's coming to bay we're gonna we gotta go see it you know like mormons are like love it weirdly again it's a satire on your religion but they're like it's, it's a, so cool it's attention though exactly it's totally the people attention, in omaha like, are really stoked that peyton manning keeps yelling omaha so mike mike uh they're really really stoked like my like buddy they, uh, like they think people are gonna vacation in omaha because peyton manning keeps yelling omaha on television he won by um hiring uh a bunch of kids in it. thailand and india like like he went online to like hire kids to like because it's like a culmination of likes of your photo or something because it was like a facebook contest oh it's your like, friend won and my yeah he won the the ah. thing and uh so he like hires a bunch of like kids overseas to like 
hack into his account or something. Do, do some kind of like <laughs> online <laughs> online treachery to like make him win the, the contest. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking what? This is dead serious. I like, kind of tuned out of this story a little bit, and I feel like, like I missed I a wish, chapter. I wish Mike yeah, was, I was here say, to explain it. You like, really have buried the lead in this. Like, oh, no, no, okay, so pretty he, hard. Okay, so like you know he's he's you know it, trying to. There's a contest to win tickets to go see the Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon, and uh-huh. and part With of this you. contest remember, is to embody. I remember like, the ten minutes so, we spent on this. So he wanted to win, and so he hires these people overseas, like <laughs> it, like literally. And uh, where do you find these people? He described this is my buddy. I feel like. This transaction. How did so, this? Come I feel like together? there's a missing yeah, fucking he was real here. Until, here. Like, he, he you went go on like Craigslist, like, like Jakarta or whatever. And... He's, he enters a lot of contests, so <laughs> may, I don't know. Like, anyway, um, Jakarta Craigslist. He, he, like, he, like, you know, he does that. Goes to sleep. Like wakes up and he's like gets on the site and apparently like the Mormons found out that he cheated somehow because he's got like oh, you know, like a hundred thousand likes on his photo. You know, like and like they checked it. And it's like some are like a fake Arnold Schwarzenegger account. You know, like. <laughs> and, like like that's literally one of the ones that was it like and like like Mormons are outraged you know like totally like like letting him up on this, this Chester this Cheetah totally does not like, like this picture yeah like this is I, he should be kicked out he should be banned get his orange fingers and, uh, off of it and so he um, and like he check he checks it periodically and at one point he gets shut down from the site like his he is not allowed to like he's like he can't get on the site anymore. His lady says, "Sorry, my you know, like sorry, you are not allowed on this site anymore." But but he gets an email within like ten minutes of that saying, "You grilled went. cheese guy, you like gotta. from like Trey and Mike or like the people that were running the contest and like, yeah, you win. That's awesome. Like kind of like." I think they got the joke of like, "Oh, that's <laughs> fucking great that you did that." Like, but he got some like unemployed. Yeah, like, like hackers from fucking, Bangladesh like, to, to, to fucking just like get in, make on a bunch this, of like, fake accounts and. I really want to find out how you get those people to do things for you. Yeah, well, maybe I don't, we'll, I don't you understand know how I've maybe never heard this story we'll have, until now. This is I, amazing. Maybe we'll have Mike it's on. the best story you've told in like, months. We, we have the... We run this... We've done how many fucking episodes of this stupid show? We're in a band and we tour together and I'm just now hearing this story now. Because like, you brought up the Book of Mormon. That, I don't that's know, incredible. Like, yeah, Mike, Mike Davidson wow. did that. Yeah. Damn, dude. Fascinating. Grillcheeseguy.com. That's where you can find Mike Davidson. The, gr- some, the some grilled taste, cheese, some tasty guy. food as well. <laughs> yeah, they make some great grilled cheese. I had them uh, last night for dinner. Yeah. I don't even really know how to transition back out of that, but <laughs> yeah, who do you know that uh, hired kids and religion's cool? <laughs> religion's great. All right, well here, here's a here's a couple more Macy songs. How about oh, that? There you For the great 
Meishi! Let me adjust this. Uh, that was the Meishi with the um, Lamb and Lion. And before that, we had Tacoma the Dolphin is AWOL. Actually, probably one of my favorite Meishi songs. I, I really like the. Thank that, you very that, much. That, that guitar riff is pretty fucking is hot pretty shit. Killer. I wrote the lyrics for both of those songs. Nice! Mm. Fucking Neutron hits it out of the park yeah. again. As long as I'm not giving advice. <laughs> that's, ho- that's host Neutron giving producer Neutron a, a compliment, right? <laughs> Someone's got to do it around here. Oh. Hey. Ooh. Hey, nice job, buddy. Thanks. So, To Come With The Dolphin is AWOL is another song off of the Terrible record. And we were talking a little bit during the break about Lamb and Lion, and, and you mentioned uh, what, Tim? I, I just, I casually mentioned that that, that song Super paid, cash. paid for... <laughs> The last semester of my schooling, my my law school, which was awesome. We we that, that, that is awesome. That is pretty awesome. <laughs> we, I mean, we, we, we can go were, back five uh, five, product five minutes or so, I mean, and we're like, really? Look at everyone. Oh, that's great. Save it for the ring. We were a band for <laughs> years and years, and we made like no money at all. Like our, our Kill Rock Stars like royalty checks were like a hundred dollars every three months. <laughs> totally. But then we got that song. We'll all got, go for a round of beers. That song got placed in like two Samsung commercials, and we made like it was in pounds because it was in the U.S. It was like fifty thousand pounds. Oh wow! So, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's we, a decent chunk of yeah, change. Nice. So we split that four cool. ways, and it was like it was like twenty thousand dollars, twenty five thousand dollars, something like that. So, so at this point, uh, when you said you split it four ways, because that, that was Brad, me, Jeff, John. Okay. So whoever wrote on that particular record got a percentage. Because these other characters, they they weren't writing members of the band. No, at this point. So Ezra was Ezra was long gone, and the, right. the, the, the all like Bill and Jacob and Marcus, they all came after we recorded everything. Who all members of the the touring Meishi that kind of existed? Yeah, I mean, and they were working on a record and stuff. It's just the record never came out. So they there are like like secret tracks that they mm. worked on, but they're just not. They've never been released. Maybe at some point we'll all like reconvene and release like a super record. I mean, is everybody cool? Do you guys still yeah, talk? Is that totally? I saw Brad during Christmas. I see my brother all the time. Um, well, I imagine you probably see your yeah. brother. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's a given. Let's hope. How's your sister? She's awesome. She's awesome. Um, that's irrelevant to the podcast. I yeah. just, <laughs> that's kind of creepy. Why are you asking? How's your sister? I, I was like, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to hold back on I blasting him on that because I'm like, maybe that's like a legitimate <laughs> yeah, question. Like, that's that's no, thing. it that is. Do, that he's, he's really cool. That doesn't sound legitimate to me. It makes me want to blast you. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it could, but maybe, I'm also engaged, so it's okay. But I'm just. I realized I hadn't seen her in Conan. like years. How's your mom doing? <laughs> <laughs> she still smell uh, good. I, hey, would you say well, hi to her for me? Actually, missing because her her partner. Apparently has dementia and she's probably on the drugs again. So pretty terrible. Oh, okay. That, that was some of the news I got this good week. Good one. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I say that's not so good. I was going to say probably not such good recent news. That's one that's... of eight things I got on Monday. Ooh. But we can we can Ugh. can or cannot. We can if you want. No, not really. All right. Okay. We, uh, we, we, we don't have to. <laughs> okay. So that was a terrible joke. I'm sorry. Just goes to show. Uh, but yeah, I would imagine you see Jeff because obviously yeah. no, you're, no. you're still siblings. No, we did a few shows in like 2008, 2009 before the band blew up. That was like every single member. So we're, we're, we're good. 
We're good. The one, the one. If I'm going to talk a little shit, the one. Me- mem- it's important that you do. That, that's we encourage it on this show. For here. The one member I don't really have anything kind of to do with and never really knew is Jacob. Jacob Cooper. He was the final drummer, so he was in like the last three. The last beasts. incarnation. Yeah, him, John, and Bill were like the ones that played Pitchfork. Fest. Yeah, there was a, there was a deeply contentious kind of, uh, and, and I, I want to get your take on this. And I don't feel like there's ever been a definitive take on what exactly happened because because at this point, uh, the Macy was, was those three dudes and Jeff in a live incarnation. Is that correct? Yeah. So so I so Ezra, Ezra quit in 2005. Brad stopped touring in 2005, and then Corey joined the band, and then Corey you know Corey quit in 2005, 2006. Ezra quit in 2006, and then John joined in 2006, and then I quit in 2008. And Bill joined in 2008, and then a bunch of, and then Marcus joined for a little bit. There will be a test here, folks. Yeah, but at the end, so and then Brad kind of quit, and he was still writing songs a little bit. But so the the band ended up being me, uh, my brother Jeff, Jacob, Bill, and John. And Bill and John are good friends, and they're cousins. So it's a band with like two brothers, two brothers, and two, brothers cousins. And two cousins, which is pretty atypical. Um, was it Abba? I think had the uh, no. Who am I thinking of? There was, there was, anyway, whatever. Mm. Doesn't matter. Go ahead. But uh, uh, we, uh, yeah, no, they, you know, the record came out, and they, we were getting all these awesome. They were getting all these awesome offers to play shows, and they were playing all these shows in Europe and big festivals and stuff. They played with Chris Isaac. Awesome! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think his very excellent hair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were like, you know, doing all this. Crazy stuff, and then uh, and then my brother basically like kind of had a breakdown in Europe and was like, "I have to get sober. I'm drinking too much and taking too many drugs and right, right, being a bad person." So he's like, "I have to go," and they're like, "Okay, well we're gonna keep playing." And then they, they finished off the tour, and then they're like, "Um, we're gonna keep keep playing." And we we're like, no, you shouldn't do that, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> yeah. um, because at that point, that would be the issue like, with no original, yeah, no, yeah, sort of like because like, you usurped like, the that's identity. Like, that's like Led Zeppelin style Yardbirds, basically. That, so yeah. that was that that's was like when, that, Doug, that was when the mold. Except got in for the that's East, an awesome right? band because that you end up yeah. well, but I think it's like Doug Yule's Velvet Underground. Yardbirds. That's you're Conan. You're absolutely right. That's like what for those that didn't hear mouse. I said Doug Yule's Velvet Underground because at one point Lou Reed after Loaded. Quit, and he was the only original mm-hmm. member of the band because at that point even Mo Tucker had bailed. Mo out, Tucker right? had gone. John Cale had gone. So Doug Yule, who had joined after, uh, I think it was after John Cale. No, he, he played. No, no, it was he a, played yeah. for a little bit with. Oh, really? Uh, in the very anyway, whatever. The, the point is, this guy Doug Yule that joined up very late. JJ Cale. JJ Cale was not in the Velvet Underground. No. <laughs> this is interesting. Quite <laughs> but, saying interesting <laughs> stuff. Pay attention. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Can you just hang out in the show and tell him that? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> uh, so, so you have this guy that was sort of like a very talented second stringer, like a, a very ta- like yeah. I actually like. Lo- I think Loaded's a great record, but when you think of the Velvet Underground, you, people most people don't think of Loaded, and they certainly you, don't think of Velvet Underground you without think of it as the end of what you actually think of as the Velvet Underground. And you certainly don't think of the Velvet Underground without Lou Reed. And Lou Reed left. He actually made a record, a Velvet Underground record. I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out the name right now because. 
at, with no original members. It was just it was Doug Ewell's Velvet Underground. Yeah, I've heard it. It's not very. Good. And they toured, and like everyone would be like furious because they <laughs> want to be here. Like like what what is this? You like, know, actually, it people weren't that furious. If you read reviews, oh, really? like people were like, yeah, Velvet Underground was good. They played like Sweet Jane, and like oh, maybe people just, didn't care. I, I, you know? There's a few notable critics that were furious. Oh, I'm maybe sure they're on that. I'm yeah. sure there are critics that are that were. <laughs> but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It just was like. He called it the Velvet Underground, and he had never been to that band from the beginning. He'd only been in it, you know, so back three to or the, four years. Back to the the Meishi version of this. Um, so they, they, they wanted to keep playing as like just to keep playing as the Meishi without. So be like Doug Yule's the Meishi, which was called, and he released a record called Squeeze, which mm-hmm. like you it's look, not bad, and you look at the album cover, and and it's like that looks like a Velvet. Underground. It looks like a Velvet Underground. It's cover. like yeah, it's it, like yeah, okay, if you were yeah, I've seen that one around. And think about music fans in like you know whatever late seventies. We're talking about this point or like mid seventies. Like they were not as like internet savvy. They were like oh yeah, Velvet Underground, cool. Yeah, a lot of right. You wouldn't necessarily be aware. Like there was no sticker from the record label. Most that people does uh, not feature yeah. Lou Reed. <laughs> right in the mid seventies, not many people. That's not gonna Help. Internet savvy. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't. You weren't very internet <laughs> no. savvy. You were internet savvy in the seventies. Seventy six. I was not very internet <laughs> yeah. savvy. I was like you're using Alta Vista, Lycos, Infoseek, Ask Jeeves. That's uh, where you ask a butler to Google things for you. <laughs> Tom Haverford. <laughs> Beautiful. So to answer your question, I didn't. I didn't think it was very cool, and Jeff didn't think it was very cool. Yeah. And uh, and Jeff was like, "Don't, don't, don't play Pitchfork Festival." You know, without me, and they're like, "We're going to do it without you." And uh, but in in hindsight, I totally understand. Like it was these are these are people that like were like like drafted into a band. Like they they didn't write the songs, so they weren't going to get like royalties for yeah yeah. And so this, which was is like, weird to think about on like quote unquote our level, yeah. but that is a real thing. That's yeah. like yeah, they they were not the and, songwriters for this band. And this was like this was a big big opportunity and they had kind of put their lives on sure. hold to do it. And and then all of a sudden someone's like, "No, I drank too many beers and so I don't really want to play the show anymore." <laughs> right, Sorry. Right. Uh that's I I maybe not quite at that level of flippancy, but yeah. But I mean still it's like <laughs> what we can't play this awesome show because you, you know, you can't you a know, career maker. Yeah, cuz you sure, can't to be sure. You can't drink beer now. That's like that's bullshit like i would i totally understand it totally makes sense yeah so i we've all like healed over that and we've all like hugged and it because totally... they did end up playing yeah yeah they played and it was those like... three guys played with no original members but they uh, and they they, they build it as last macy show right? yeah the last macy show and the first signal show it was like their new band signals their band it's called signals yeah i'm actually wearing a signal shirt right now so we're still, nice we're still you can see it looks like just a bunch of stripes but then at the end oh yeah oh like, i see oh that's kind of cute for the listener that cannot see yeah, so this is what it is super visual radio <laughs> but it does just look like a striped shirt with yeah. a with a hoodie over it but then it reveals itself to say the word signals yeah. with the stripes but then i didn't really uh you know and then that was kind of the last the, the last that was heard of the meishi as the Meishi, because then they they were like, oh, we're, we're signals now, and then I I didn't really hear much of anything. No, the the Meishi was that. done. Yeah, it was done. I mean, we we you did like a little secret one off. Yeah, and we said like, oh, we're never breaking up, but it's like, yeah, we broke up. We broke mm. up. I mean, like my brother and I tried to make some songs. It was just magic wasn't there, you know. Right. We need you need Brad. You need like you need the whole crew. When you're kind of in a different place now, as you mentioned, like, you're everyone's in different spots too. And also, it's like, can I, can I out you as your your vocation? Sure, you yeah. can. You're you're actually a, a noteworthy 
lawyer of uh, what's the official I mean, designation? Is it intellectual property I'm an or intellectual property lawyer? Yeah. I'm a prominent litigator. No. When I was talking about uh, verboten topics, the only thing you mentioned is I can't talk about my clients. I'm like, I want to talk about that shit. Uh, <laughs> I do. Let's hear about some amazing intellectual property that you've helped save. Oh, so much. So much. I don't know where to Oh, start. man, where to start? Oh, my God. I've... God damn the mouse. You know yo-yos? Yo-yos? Yeah, I saved those. Yeah. Save those. Yeah, you know me? I saved yo-yos. What'd you do? Nothing? Guy in Australia right. tried to say he invented them, but nope. Wow. Okay, I tried to talk about Mercury retrogrades with these guys once, right before Steve Albini called us, and it was just like this. I, intellectual property is an extremely prescient and relevant topic to our times, and it especially is. for people that do the things that we do. I'm fucking fascinated by it, but I also don't huh. want to get Tim in any trouble. Well, that's, that's, and that's my making I'm sure factor. He could really. talk, I'm sure he could talk about why he has an interest and has chosen to do it as a career without outing any of his clients. What? So why did you choose to... I don't actually want to talk about your clients. He, um, but his his question is good. You can you can make a lot of money doing it, <laughs> and your answer is very good too. <laughs> Neat. No, I don't. I, I mean, I was in a band, and you know, it's like it was pretty cool when. All right, so I'm a, you, uh, imagine the, uh, the the chime sound, and then you hear the sound of Brendan Canty saying, "I got to bring in some more dough." Thanks, Brendan. Thanks. Uh, I also got to get the drop where he says, "Sometimes it really sucks being in Fugazi." <laughs> Because they didn't get to because they the didn't because like they, they had to turn down to like a million. Did you have you ever heard Todd Berry's bit about Fugazi? No, Todd Berry is a bit of a Fugazi. No. See, you you should you should you should play it. You should get it on Spotify <laughs> and play it. It's really good. I'm gonna because it's basically like what you were just saying. It's like you, you there's got to be one guy in Fugazi that's like, hey guys, if we like charge six dollars, <laughs> I could like I could have lunch. <laughs> well. It, well, they, yeah. it, 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 no, in no, his no. anecdote, he, they had to turn down playing the national anthem in the Big Lebowski because of uh, being Fugazi, uh-huh. and also could have used merchandise in a uh, European Audi ad, which basically for, for, totally for, some, for something like six figures. Did not understand and, and anything not Fugazi do, was about. Could not do that because they were Fugazi. Yeah, but then Brendan well, also that, like yeah. he scores music for uh, a couple Nagy, TV shows. Nagio. and things. Yeah, yeah, and like. <clears throat> Has has no compunctions against doing that as you know himself, but obviously the, the brand of Fugazi being such like is an representative of ideals. <laughs> sure, and and you get into the brand versus anti-brand thing, but it's still the idea is like no, we will not do that. Just like Fugazi will never play festivals. That was a real thing, and like and people, it's so it's it's a thing with 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 music these days it's an assumed thing that any successful band oh you're gonna play this festival and that festival and you can play this one here and this one Fugazi would never do that they would never even play all tomorrow's parties and I thought that was an interesting move because even when it's like no this is a not-for-profit thing and they're like no it's hard line stance here's here's the line we're on this side I think the only thing they did like a, maybe like a I might, I might be opening myself for a fact check segment but uh, like a Planned Parenthood thing rally I feel like they've done Similar politically motivated things. Right. That's different than a festival. But not like a music festival. And that was like such, such an interesting thing to me that was like, oh. Because it, it almost like the the idea that like music in an ad. Find a way to play this song. It's 53 seconds. <laughs> okay. Uh, that that should uh, be Conan, difficult. get on it. Well, I am I am the producer. You have the technology. All right. Do, we, do, you, have, do you have the rights? Did you contact the, the rights holder to play this? <laughs> <laughs> Visual radio enthusiasts will know no that he's advice. waving his hand over hand <laughs> at the microphone. 
this is fair use. Oh, I saw this documentary on this band Fugazi. You guys know about them, right? They're what's called a punk rock band. And they have a lot of integrity. They won't charge more than five bucks for their concerts. Five bucks! You know there's got to be at least one guy in the band who ain't happy about this. <laughs> the drummer is going to snap at rehearsal and be like, Hey, fellas, can we stop a second? I had the craziest idea. How about six bucks? Yeah, I was thinking that extra dollar times 800 people a night times five shows a week equals I don't have a roommate when I'm 47. <laughs> nice. Uh, 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 uh. And then... <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say that's an exact he is 47. Quote, is, that, is that his actual age? Uh, is it, I don't know, man. He's, he's, a, he's a silver fox looking he's a, motherfucker. He's in that neighborhood, but uh, I gotta bring in some more dough. He seems to be living comfortably, and he's playing the he's guitar. Kids, he's too. playing the guitar authoritatively. He's a great guitar player. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that he and actually wrote a lot of those guitar, uh, a lot of guitar. That's actually too, what that domestic. quote is in reference to. Is like that he had kids, and he's like, I gotta bring in some more dough. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, I've got kids here that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm. how did how did that lead uh, intellectual property? How, how? <laughs> yeah, back to <laughs> so, so what made you even like consider law? Like, what? what? Oh, dude. Okay. Uh, it was actually, <laughs> it, I, re- I, mean, I was like, oh, this is really boring. But then I realized, no, no that's I don't actually, think it is I say, I boring. think that's kind of what we, it yeah. was the first Macy tour. Oh. And yeah. we, we, uh, we were really big fans of that band fat day from, from Boston, Boston, the crazy, uh, wild kind of hardcore, but yeah. like, like noise melt, rock melt banana. Yeah. Like yeah. really short songs day. and everything. Yeah. And so, and we, I was like, so I sent an email like, Hey fat day, I'm don't know who you are, but we really want to play a show. And this guy, Doug got back and he's like, sure, let's play in this place. And <laughs> it was Doug Yule. He joined fat day Doug as well. DeMay. And, uh, <laughs> so we played, so we like did a bunch of shows at fat day it's and callback folks. We played, we played in Brooklyn with them and that was really awesome. And then we went to Boston we played a, like a hometown show with fat day. Cause that's where they're from. And right. then th- th- that night Doug is like, do you guys need a place to stay? I was assuming you're going to stay with us. So we go back to his place, Doug, the guitar player from fat day. And he lives in a very big house with like, with there's like a, a pinball machine in the kitchen and there's like all this cool art and he's got every single video game system ever and i was like what are you what the fuck what do you do <laughs> you play in that band though tell me tell me more dog <laughs> right he's like well i'm, I'm tell a, me more i'm a lawyer and i was like oh okay yeah i, I let, let's let me let's talk about this a little bit so <laughs> Like, like meeting a cool lawyer who was like, right. here, I'll explain it to you. There's, there's two main kinds of law. There's litigation and transactional law. And blah, blah, blah. And, and like, he kind of just broke it all down for me. And there's, there's, there are a few other instances of that. I know, uh, I, I think, um, uh, Michael from Killdozer, I, I believe, is a lawyer as well, who, uh, lives in LA now. And I think, I forget, mm, I forget what law he practices. The other guy from Andy Cohen from Silkworm and Bottomless Pit, I believe. I'm just going to call it all the lawyers. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. It's a very good idea. Calling all lawyers. What about calling all lawyers? They, that, that's the ba- the super the super group band they would form together is calling all lawyers or the tone the tone lawyers. The guy from oh, Big Black that lawyers. isn't Steve Albini. Santiago Durango. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the guy from the Vandals, Joe Escalante. <laughs> the guy from Big Black that isn't Steve. There was another dude in oh. Big Black besides I, I, those two I, dudes. Well, do they? Have, so Dave Riley, who actually. Uh, 
is not a lawyer. Is not a lawyer and, and also is a... He's not Steve Albini. He doesn't record records. He also has a very debilitating uh, illness of some kind. I can't remember. Uh, it's... it's a Way to go, guys. Dude, I keep doing this. a really this. hilarious blog. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, man. We've laughed about some very sad things tonight. We do. You got to laugh about it. So, all right. So you see the... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking take this derail train and whoosh, put the talking truck right back on the tracks there. And so you saw... Fellow from Fat Day, Doug Ewell. Yeah, I just, I mean, that's when I was like. So he was kind of your lawyer inspiration. Yeah, he's my lawyer inspiration. So, hmm. and then I became a lawyer. Kind of extreme dependence on initial conditions. It's not, I don't know. It's just a job. What do you guys do? Uh, uh, I manage an espresso uh, this, bar. We make a lot. We make all our money on this show. We, uh, <laughs> I, I can't even finish that sentence. I do a podcast. I, yeah. I, I heard it's really lucrative. I heard Henry ask that question in the last one, but I didn't actually hear like the answer. I don't even know if there was an answer. He might have talked over our answers. Who knows? For money, I wait tables. See, on the phone, it's easy when you just turn them down. And be like, Psh, nope, <laughs> nope. But not, you, you mentioned not, I looked familiar. Actually, briefly, I worked at the EFF for a minute. Oh. If you ever worked in conjunction no, I mean, I with them Fred at all, I know Fred von Lohmann. He spoke okay. in, at my class when I learned how to be a lawyer. He's, he has a cool dog. That's the end of that story. That's all right. Mouse works. That's probably all we're permitted to, to say. Yeah. But it's a cool. It's a cool. Yeah, it's a cool. cool stuff. It's a cool. Yeah, we don't have to talk about like patent law and stuff, do we? It's just no, no, no that's absolutely fine. It's not. Terrible, Mouse, right? Mouse works at. He actually, like it, I said, I manage an espresso bar. I don't work there anymore. Dev- <laughs> devotees of the show will notice that uh, Mouse actually works at every. <laughs> he actually has many interesting stories of people that drop into a a brunch place that he, he works at. And that's true. He has it's oh, actually quite good. He has log cool, cabin, right? Cool customers. Yeah, yeah. Log, yep, cabin. that's the one. Log cabin. I think I bumped into you there. Did you? Maybe. Have you, you've been there for a while, right? Yeah. You, have you gone to the log cabin? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's awesome. Maybe that's where I know you from then. Huh. Hmm. Maybe that's why I recognize you. Yeah, I wait tables at the log cabin. Good brunch. Good yeah. food. Good corn refresh. Awesome. Good pancakes. Come eat. If you're in the bay, come come on by. Right. Nine. Stop showing. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they start throwing us some food. like free certi- make, gift certificates for our, the fans, our coffee is not <laughs> we diner do, coffee. Let's talk about some gift certificates. Coffee, all right? And, and uh, we, or we could, you know, wear wear shirts, you know, advertise for the show while we're on while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> What's that place like? Like on a, on, like I've only been there on the weekend. Do like people <laughs> eat breakfast during the week? Yeah, you know it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> Y- yes. Bro, what? <laughs> like, are you ever? Is it ever like a Tuesday, and you know, you're like, you know, what I'm gonna do? Start the day off by going out to breakfast. It, like, what, never it, what he's referencing right? is it's a fucking madhouse on the fucking weekends, and because uh, it's it, it's it's good that, breakfast, man, and people come in. I think in you're giving and, Tim like, an escape hatch. Yes, no, people no, do no, eat no, breakfast. No, 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 no. I mean, go out. I don't to need eat, talking ex- about. I I'm talking. I know exactly what I'm talking about. You <laughs> you you never like start the day by going out oh, to a restaurant to eat. To it's not like Pulp Fiction. Like people don't there, do that. There are those. Not everybody there works Monday through people. Friday. There are yeah. those people, and uh, yes, we, we. Uh, I mean, it yeah. sounds awesome. I would love to do that. That sounds yeah, like so a you really... do it if you have Tuesday off. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There's some a, people yeah, have Tuesday could, off. Pretty, yeah, pretty busy these days. Even on the weekdays, yeah. I mean, I, I, I work from home like one day I mean, out of the like, week. I could do that. I, but you don't. Uh, yeah. No, because I fucking you've loves, never done it. I love sitting in my home and fucking having coffee and fucking petting my yeah. cat. Okay, that's, great. Yeah, that's, that's what I do on my day off. Yeah, but but there are people <laughs> that Conan go out. Doesn't eat know, eggs and that kind and of kills it wasn't, breakfast. It wasn't always the case. I mean, it used to be you know, like it's it's cool in that like it was, 
me and some friends kind of took the place over three or three and a half years ago or so. And, um, you know, I'm not part owner or anything, but I was like with that, you know, like we're going to take a restaurant. Yeah. Though. Like, yeah, good friends, you know, and they were taking over a restaurant. I needed a job. So I was like, yeah, I'll fucking help you do it. And like, we would get excited over the, the fifth customer of the day, you know, like, like, yay. We, yeah. You know, like, it's definitely, we bl- broke a hundred dollars today. <laughs> and now it's, like, now it's a zoo. Now there's a wait on the weekdays. The Yelpers you know, like, have found it's, it. It's yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. The Yelpers have found it and many other, yeah, it's, but, but that's also a, you know, I mean, they had found it before like it was very have you, you shown know, like, up in any yelp reviews yes i have been called out specifically <laughs> people have like yelp one of our it. bad yelp reviews this lady <laughs> like i've i've what was it called the worst yeah but this is the worst and then she like repeats it two or three times a third time all caps worst uh, dining experience ever like she was a bitch fuck her whatever yeah but, well I, that's the thing like, about most of those yelp reviews you're like reading them and you're like oh this place isn't good and then they kind of like there's something that's like, like oh this person no this person is, is yeah, terrible yeah, huh. terrible person yeah and that's what's kind of i'm like, not gonna be like that person when i go in there so it might not be like interesting that. about some of those reviews too is like yeah exactly what you say like when you'll get a bad one you're like oh you just you you're just a fucking idiot yeah. You don't really or know like, what this place sucks because my boyfriend broke up with me here. It's like, <laughs> it's totally, it's like well, <laughs> I don't really know the. I eat at Panda Express all the time. It can't be that hard to make that. <laughs> that's not necessarily yeah the uh, restaurant's fault that yeah. your relationship was dead in the water. <laughs> Sometimes you're just at not a place. necessarily. It's I mean, it's ne- possible. But. It would be awesome if it was the restaurant's fault. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, there <laughs> are some. Uh, there are some. There, there have been some regulars that neither one of them comes in anymore because that's where she broke up with him. Uh, you know, like, and even on on their own, they don't they don't come in. That's sad. They're worried the other one is still eating there. Uh, he comes in every once in a while. It's like just but like, they were like there all the time. You know, it was their spot. Uh, you yeah. know, the friends the cho- they choose somebody. You do get to see you get to choose the flow of people's relationships yeah, it, in the it, service it, industry because I serve coffee in the financial district and like people date the people that they work at those shitty places with. Oh, you know that never works. And that's out, sad. Does it? Yeah, but you get to see the dynamics of it if you serve them coffee every morning. Where in the financial district? Uh, Sutter and Sansom. So uh, yeah, right above the Montgomery Bart. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's in the Flatiron Building. It's called Prima Cosa. While we're doing plugs, we serve. <laughs> Come e- check it out. We serve Ely. It's like an Italian style espresso bar, like no seating, just hangout space. And I'm like on the opposite side. Like I don't want anyone to know like what it. Like literally, what if I I I cannot talk on social networking about what I do for, for a living. Like I'm legally oh because not you're able not allowed to. Do to? That. That's yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Well, and it's great. There's all kinds of crazy adventures that would be amazing stories for the show that I well, cannot I mean, tell. Can tell. I can tell these guys off the air. Like what you do. I mean, you do. You know, you're an IT dude. You know, yeah. Well, I'm, I, I'm a network engineer, network security engineer. That's where, yeah. In, in critical public yeah. safety for a major yeah. municipality in the Bay Area. And a, that's all yeah. I can say. And like, I have some pretty hilarious observations and stories that I legally can't speak about. So that's why I don't ever talk about that in the air. Your ups are sealed. Yeah, we're not supposed to talk about our clients, which is funny because we'll have like bios on our on the <clears> website, <throat> but it'll be like chain. It'll be like enough facts will be taken out, but you know what they're talking. About. It's like <laughs> right, rep- like you can read between the lines. Represented a you know a, a director of a of a trilogy of movies. Like featuring small people in a ring, like it's like, yeah, like it sounds like a clue for a game show. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the rings, Lord of the rings. What did I win? You won the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. <laughs> oh, the Matrix. Oh, that's. Fun. Let's talk about something else. Cool. If you can't talk about it at all, and it makes me uncomfortable to talk about it. Uh, so no, no, really, let's keep talking about our jobs because that's what people tune in for. <laughs> Job talk with. I don't think we've really ever delved that Victory hard into job talk. Jobs? 
So you guys got day jobs? Nope. We, do. we just do this show. That's all we do. Just, Sometimes we just play music. Coast on the money. <laughs> but mostly we just take the the lucrative lucre I've got of a trust uh, fund. this free show that we do on the internet. Should last another thirty years, and then I don't know what I'm going to do. How many listeners do you guys? Have? I'll be old at that time. Do you, do you have downloads? I fucking wish I knew. I don't know. Man. Ten, fifteen. It's... <laughs> 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 It's probably a little better than that. We it, it's apparently a pretty clandestine system to really get your stats. Yeah, you know what? It really from is from iTunes. Man. Well, so, go ahead and get on the internet and search for this because you ain't gonna fucking find it, <laughs> loser. That's basically how iTunes. Tough talk. <laughs> I know you sound very adamant about that. It's that's basically how iTunes works. Is that they're like, hey, we're, we'll we'll provide the conduit for you to do this, not tell you any of the statistics of what we're doing. Take the all the, the credit. The show is going to get some heat because of these controversial comments. <laughs> because they totally listen to all this stuff. <laughs> they do. They got, there's do. somebody at Apple that's going to be, gonna be so like mad. Yeah, dude. Just like there's like the equivalent steam of like is going to be coming out of their the ears down in Cupertino. The, the equivalent of the Maytag repairman who has to listen to every podcast ever and just sits in a sad like, room like, in a broom closet. There's a dude like, that gets this is so bad. Why are they really, still really talking pissed. about this? God damn it! Another signal episode. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Oh my god! These guys have a show just about polyester uh. jackets <laughs> and they just talk about polyester jackets i have to sit and listen to this welcome to the polyester just jacket show today we're going to talk about what polyester jackets you named it dry cleaning <laughs> i don't Static believe in electricity. it i think you should just stew in it <laughs> let's talk about dryer sheets controversial today. opinion what the fuck what are we doing what's pocket that squares okay so you're a dad now How's badges. that? It's awesome. What? What? How? How would you characterize uh, being a the, dad? <laughs> the the change of life between band guy to single guy to relationship guy to et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like what? Like what? What? What has? What's changed for you? Like I, I feel like this is something we don't talk about with people that are parents on this. Yeah, show. Why'd you have kids? Well, I huh? I, I don't. <laughs> what happened? What changed? Oh, so there's an overpopulation problem what here, changed? brother. In you, I got cocky. Yeah. Can, 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 can you like just answer that question? But as if it was earnestly, you know, I got cocky. I decided I, there's, the world should have more of me. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm ha- pretty cool. I don't have fun anymore. I don't do anything. I don't go out, and I don't do anything fun. But it it doesn't really bother me because it's kind of like I hear that like in ancient Rome, like you know, if if you were if your testicles were cut off and you were made into a eunuch, like you don't really think about sex anymore. It's just like that's not part of your life, kind of. Mm. So maybe I'm kind of like that, like a I'm a eunuch kind of. I don't know, but it's fine because I because I don't have testicles. <laughs> you so mean for know. doing stuff out of the house, right? Yeah, not an yeah, actual eunuch. No, not well. Just I mean, I just there's things. That I, I mean, I'm not gonna check. Like I'm but... never gonna go on tour in a band again, and that's totally fine. Like that just. The idea of going on a on, that just sounds like the worst. There's not the worst. Not doesn't appeal to you. No, mm. like I mean, I just can't even imagine like being like, "Yep, that's the cat pee couch that you're going to sleep on tonight," and that, that's the cat that's going to walk all over you tonight. Like that just well, sounds. It seems like that was sort of something you, you'd cat. arrived at anyway before. I don't. I t- I didn't. I mean, for no. like five years, like you know, we played a lot of shows and yeah, slept right. on a lot of cat pee. A lot of cat pee. Yeah. yeah. 
There's a lot of cat pee out there. There's. I mean, how do you guys do it these days? No, do but to be fair, to be fair like, like, we're do, we do the cat pee a, thing for sure. But it's. But you're hanging out with your kids, which is also. I'm sure you're finding joy in that. You know what I mean? Like, like, wait, or, or are you? Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Or it's, are you? It's it's awesome. I don't want to overstep my bounds. No, but like, 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 it's. Don't put words in his mouth, please. It's awesome. It's really great. It's it's really really great. Tim is making the motions for no, no. <laughs> uh, no, it's awesome. I don't, I mean, have you ever met anyone that's like, man, this kid, this sucks. Like, everyone likes to love their kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, ish. I don't know. Like, when I, uh, I mean, I guess asshole. When I first played, a, not, not, when not I first moved to the Bay cool Area, people. I played in a band that practiced in, like, East Oakland and this little place we practiced. And there's this dude, like, and we're going out for smoke breaks, and there's this dude in a really bad band down the hall from us that, uh, you know, who was on dad duty and, you know, like had his kids sleeping in the car and would jump out, you know, like jump out between songs every once in a while and That's check on his kids sleeping. Yeah, yeah, so I oh. guess there, there are people that, uh-huh. like, do have kids. And to, like, to answer, oh, to answer your kid. question, I, I do know one person that, uh, your kid's not in the band, your kid sucks. I cherish yeah. the thermals. Mm-hmm. When I told my, my son, Ashby, that, I was going to do a podcast tonight. He was like, oh, I want to do a podcast. Aww. Aww. So, I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> Tell me you can probably well, do a better say, job than these yeah. no nicks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just an awesome thing to hear. Like, no, I want to awesome. do whatever you're doing. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's that's great. rad. It's like, no, you're not going to like this. It's a bunch it's gonna of... It's going to be... Ter- <laughs> 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 these dicks are going to be fucking talking over each other and smoking and... Disaster! Some idiots gonna be hitting the soundboard. There's gonna be a lot of things you're gonna want to <laughs> no touch. Chimes. And Mouse is gonna be like, "No, don't touch that! Don't touch that! Don't touch that! No, wait, wait, wait! Oh, yeah, here, play with this, yeah. and you're not gonna want to play with that." Talking about boring yeah. stuff. It sucks. There's no mobiles at all. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to podcasts. <laughs> really don't. It sucks. <laughs> it's a dead end. <laughs> uh, yeah. On that note. So anything else you uh, want to like to cover? That's pretty good. I'm I'm getting like I, I got anxiety about your your calling out of the uh, extraordinarily long last episode with with Henry Owens, which I found quite enjoyable. But it, it you know it was long. It's not for everyone. No, I get it. It's fine. Some people don't understand. It, I, your kids are gonna love it. Now that I'm here, <laughs> I, I I understand. You're feeling it though a little bit. Yeah, it took you, it took you a minute, but now yeah. you, I think. But you're I but it. I think it's kind of like you know, it's like it's like when you play a show, you're you're not gonna play a three hour set. No, no, no well, generally like, you are, no. Unless, unless you do jazz odyssey. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Tonight's night, guys. <laughs> Let's fucking do this. Uh, and it's just like yeah, like just knowing when to end. But uh. So are you, do you think so, you're, you're that's, that's we're in the neighborhood of that? Are I think. we good? I think we are. <laughs> I think. <laughs> so do you, do you feel that? Uh, you know, you are, any... are you done? I, I feel is the like... Meishi done? Do you think is is that like a thing that you said the magic wasn't there earlier and we kind of glossed over it and danced around it to something else? <laughs> so but... the Meishi, the the, the words Meishi like mean nothing, right? Like they, they it's Japanese <laughs> phonetic Japanese for business card. It's also phonetic Japanese for after death. And so John Gray is working on this record, this Meishi record called After Death. That it's like he's like he's like we're gonna get the band back together. It's gonna be everyone. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna have Ezra in it. It's gonna have me in it. It's gonna have all of us, and it's gonna be like this crazy, totally awesome thing. So that's gonna happen at some point. I'm pretty sure. But 
as far as like a living and performing functional no. band. And then like I feel like in like, but what about in this era of like permanent retrospection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and uh, you know when like when like I don't present tense everything's constant present tense. When like some band that liked us gets popular enough to like curate their own all tomorrow's parties and <laughs> ask us to play, yeah, we'll totally do that. That would be really fun. Because I will say this: if, if there was a Victory Associates All Tomorrow's Parties, <laughs> I'd ask. Oh, thank you. I, we would we would do it. We totally. Do I totally it. would because I, I would be interested We're hold in you seeing to that. What, what, because, what the answer would be. Because like, there's no cat. You, got it from you. you agreed for everyone. <laughs> it's like a one. I can bring my <laughs> a ca- kids. A non-cat pee situation. You'd be willing to do. Yeah, like it. Nice. Like it'd be like that'd be nice and comfortable. We could just do that and <laughs> kind of be total rock stars, and then just. You know, honey, let's take the week off and just make a little vacation. Out yeah, of it. totally. Like, Bring the kids, <laughs> just pack up the Rav Four with a bunch of stuff, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll play this show. No, wait, we need those juice know, boxes. Get you know, don't forget the nummies. No, but you'll get treated well at the one show. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, pull like you know, almost like a whatever, like an arc welder or some kind of. A, I saw Chavez. I mean, you've Chavez. earned it. Chavez. You, you've earned the cachet to do that. I was saying yes. that, but I was like, that sounds great. Yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> Be cool, make a big kid, go hang out in the city, play a show, hang out for the next week, play a show over there. Don't see a blowout in the few shows you do play. Dank Django's Victory Associates. <laughs> so, all right, so, so you know, it's it's kind of like a closed door that's not a closed door, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely open. All right, cool. Do you have do you have any uh, sort of for for people that maybe are eager for news about the band and they accidentally somehow randomly stumble upon our show and are listening to these words right now do you have any parting words for uh, them you uh, like kind of like pitch like plugs like you can like a out. plug or like a, I was a, thinking more a like message a, oh like give, them like a, give them just a really nice uplifting speech or, or a diss track if you're into those <laughs> uh, so okay I'll, let me do the plug though because jeff's in a band called uh uh turbo lightning he uh uh john is still doing signals uh, Bill is in a band called Step People. Ezra Bukla performs all over just as Ezra. Corey Fogel does a bunch of weird shit. He like <laughs> weird like performance art drumming where he like is in a storefront window for three days. Playing, That'd be a like, good name for a TV show. Corey Fogel does a lot of weird shit. Yeah, um, could come on after John Benjamin has a. It's band. a YouTube channel, <laughs> and uh, we've got Wood. Brad Gar- Breek, the Garwood Show. Brad Breek does music for like MTV shows. And Nickelodeon kids shows, wow. and nice. uh, Marcus makes video games. So that's that's where we all are, and yeah, and you never have to break up audience members. You can just keep going, keep living your dreams, and it'll be awesome. And you can all be friends with all your friends forever. Yeah, there you go. Yay! Everyone does hold hands in the end. Yeah, and and we bow together. <laughs> You've been listening to You Can't Stop the Signal. Uh, thank you, Tim Byron, for, for being with thank us. You hey, thank you really very fun. much. For, That's awesome. Yeah, being with us. You Can't Stop the Signal on iTunes like and now Stitcher Radio. Very prestigious. Stitcher, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Stitcher. <laughs> oh, he's patting himself uh, on the back. Signal, signal Pod on Twitter. This one's short enough that it would maybe fit on a CD. Can't stop the signal. No, dot no you, don't, couldn't, don't. you couldn't put this on a CD. Hey, man. <laughs> We're not done yet. Let me Can't. burn you a data disk. <laughs> Can't stop the signal.net. I remember that. I used to do that. Can't stop the signal.net. As in nothing but. Uh, had to get in there. But uh, uh, what, what were those things, the VHS recorders that you would like record on? You remember going to a studio when I was like. VCRs? 12? Yeah, like. No, no, like. ADAT. In, in, ADAT. They were ADAT. Yeah, they're, yeah, okay. He's already said it.
Well, I, sorry, I was minigus. already starting to say it. The tape will prove that he said it first. No, well, I'm <laughs> and I'm willing to concede that. <laughs> Can we get a ruling? Somebody back it up and listen. Ah, uh, Facebook, if you must, you can't stop the signal. Speaking of judges... My name is Judge. Uh, this is uh, Raise Up the Judges. So wait, I'll just say this is totally... Uh, this is totally um, uh, the Savvy Five ripoff. I, it is. And I... I, are you cool there's with this? No, yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah, totally. wrong with that. No, and and like it's. I'm glad you, like, your words, man. Your words. <laughs> you said it, bro. I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm not. Trying it's kind to... of embarrassing, but yeah, I know you should play them both to back to back. We're 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 gonna we're gonna close with uh, raise up the judges, and then we're gonna do the repetition suite after what? that. So okay, the, the, don't worry. There's 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 plenty of entertainment. You for should do all the slip, I and think then that's a the later song, to right? be determined highlight. <laughs> don't give away the story. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> Jesus. Nobody wants to know how the sausage is made. Uh, thank you. You can't stop the signal. Thank you. Tim, Tim Byron. Thanks, man. Thank you.
repetition We learn by 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 repetition
if your testicles were cut off and you were made into a unit, like, you don't really think about sex anymore. It's just like that's not part of life, kind of. Mm. So maybe I'm kind of like that, like a, a unit, kind of? I don't know. But it's fine, because I, because I don't have testicles. <laughs> you mean for doing stuff out of the house, right? Yeah, not an actual unit. No, not, well, just, I mean, I just, there's things I'm, I, I mean, I'm not going to check. Like, I'm but. never going to go on tour in a band again. And that's totally fine. Like, that just, the idea of going on, on that just sounds like the worst. It's not worse. Not doesn't appeal to you. No, like I mean, I just can't even imagine like being like, "Yep, that's the cat pee couch that you're gonna sleep on tonight." And that, that's the cat that's gonna walk all over you tonight. Like that just. Well, sounds, it seems like that was sort of something you, you'd arrived at anyway before. I don't. I t- I didn't. I mean, for no. like five years, like you know, we played a lot of shows and yeah, slept right. on a lot of cat pee. A lot of cat pee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of cat pee out there. There's. I mean, how do you guys do it these days? No, do but you to be guys, fair, to be fair, like, like, where do we do the cat pee a, thing for sure? No. But it's-